This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up everyone? My name is Russell and you are listening to Phoenix Radio online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. That was Vera Blue with The Curse, a new one for Vera Blue, by the way. It's 2.04pm and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Ezra Miller will not be in future DC projects, according to Warner Brothers. Disney's Hercules gets a live-action adaptation by Guy Ritchie. The Final Fantasy VII Remake is now a trilogy of games. And a Jon Snow spin-off show is in the works. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, in light of Ezra Miller's ongoing legal problems, sources within Warner Brothers have indicated that even if no more allegations surface, the studio won't likely keep Miller in the Flash role in future DC films. As reported by Deadline, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Salslav and his team are headed towards a potential first movie crisis as The Flash's 2023 release date approaches. This is due to The Flash star Ezra Miller's compounding legal issues that began in March 2022 when the actor was arrested in Hawaii and was fined for disorderly conduct. Deadline has heard that Warner Brothers has attempted to get help for Miller, but the headlines continue to pile up. This is obviously an issue for the studio, as The Flash is a big tentpole release for the DC Extended Universe that comes with a $200 million budget, and will see the return of Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman, and is directed by IT director Andy Muschietti. It would be hard to market The Flash with Ezra in front if they continue to face legal troubles, and it may force Seslav and the team to scale back the promotion and planned publicity tour, send the film straight to HBO Max, or lean in towards making the movie a hit and then drop Miller if they can't straighten things out. There is no winning in this for Warner Brothers, one studio source told Deadline. This is an inherited problem for Saslav. The hope is that the scandal will remain at a low level before the movie is released and hope for the best to turn out. Most recently, Miller apparently deleted their Instagram account and reports say a court attempting to serve an order is unable to locate them. Miller's issues have extended past Hawaii and now have reached Massachusetts and North Dakota and include accusations of violence, psychological intimidation, and other forms of misconduct. This is not the first time Warner Brothers has had to deal with this type of situation as it replaced Johnny Depp with Matt Mickelson after the Fantastic Beast actor who played Grindelwald, was facing abuse allegations. Depp and Ed's wife, Amber Heard, recently finished a six-week trial where the jury sided with Depp 
in his defamation lawsuit against his ex-wife. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Guy Ritchie is a long way from his days making English gangster movies like Snatch. These days, he's helming movies like Disney's live-action 2019 Aladdin, which managed to gross more than a billion dollars when it was released. So what's next? How about a live-action Hercules? Deadline reports that Ritchie will be taking the reins of Disney's next live-action adaptation, which will be produced by the company runs by Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo. The studio is currently in the process of hiring writers for the project. Originally released back in 1997, Hercules was one of the latter-day entries in a so-called Disney Renaissance era with Tate Donovan starring as the titular hero as he joins the Prometheus Academy. Danny DeVito also starred as Phil, a surly satyr who trains aspiring heroes, and James Woods as Hades, the villain of the piece. It's the latest in the string of live-action Disney adaptations, including Beauty and the Beast and Mulan. A Little Mermaid adaptation is also slated to release in 2023. As for Richie, he hasn't left action movies behind entirely. According to Deadline, he recently shot an untitled action movie with Jake Gyllenhaal that was sold to MGM and Amazon. Up next, IGN reports that last week at Square Enix's Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary celebration livestream, the next installment in the Final Fantasy VII universe, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, was revealed in a brand new trailer alongside that information. It was also revealed that Rebirth would be the second in what is now a three-part trilogy for Square Enix. The trilogy situates itself in a greater Final Fantasy VII compilation with the newly announced Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, which will be out this summer. Final Fantasy VII Remake stayed faithful to the original in many ways, but there were a number of changes that had fans both confused and intrigued for what's to come. In a separate message, director Tetsuya Nomura said that development on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 3 has already begun. The new trailer asked the question, what is fact and what is fiction? This points towards some of the larger narrative changes featured in the remake of the beloved 1997 Japanese role-playing game, JRPG. The trailer features more questions than answers as we see Cloud with his trusty buster sword on his back walking alongside Sephiroth on the outskirts of some mountains. Final Fantasy VII has announced a number of spin-offs in recent years with Ever Crisis, a different kind of remake, and Final Soldier, a battle royale. While we don't have an exact date for the release of the trilogy's second part, 
We do know it's due next winter. Between now and then, eager players can delve deep into the story of Zack in Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. As mentioned before, the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will be coming soon next year. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that a Game of Thrones spin-off focus on Kit Harington's fan-favorite character, Jon Snow, is in early development, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The spin-off is described as a sequel series, and Harrington is reportedly already attached to return to the role if the project proceeds. A Jon Snow spin-off set after the events of Game of Thrones' divisive eighth and final season would be an interesting move from HBO, reopening the door on the much-discussed final events of the original series. Spoilers for the show. In the series finale, Snow was exiled from Westeros to the Night's Watch, where he was last seen heading north of the Wall with the Wildlings. This potential Jon Snow series is far from the only Game of Thrones spin-off in the pipe. In fact, it would be the seventh Game of Thrones project on the boil at HBO, not counting the prequel series House of the Dragon, which is in post-production and due to launch on August 21st. Game of Thrones author George R.R. R. Martin recently updated fans on a number of the planned live-action and animated shows set in the GOT universe, cautioning that not every series was likely to get on the air, but expressing his hopes that many would. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right here to Phoenix Radio Online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.